Ladies and fellows, man, welcome back to another installment of the No Script Podcast. Your host, B-Rack, alongside with my boy, Dan Dutton. What it do? What's going on, baby? What up? So, uh, didn't take us too long to get the ball rolling again. We're one week out from our year in review episode that we did last week for the year 2022. Uh, and we got some, some decent feedback. Uh, we did get a, a question in our no script podcast instagram dan why don't you go ahead and let the people know what that question was okay so you know i was never that great at uh out loud reading in school you know uh, okay. I, I always hated it but yeah so the question pretty much was uh stated kind of asking about stuff that we're learning about uh just in, in general and like why we choose to continue to learn is the basis of, of the question, which is great because we put out saying we want to hear back from more of the fans. So it was good to have somebody send us a question right away. That's very nice. Um, shout out to, it was Anthony's wife, right? D? Yep. Shout out to D. Shout out. Day one big, supporter. Big time engagement. Uh, we do appreciate anybody that gives us DMing. You know, even right now, if if you guys have a topic you want us to touch up on or to talk about, you know, me and Dan will definitely formulate an episode around whatever it is you guys want to hear. And we're still open to any guests that we want to bring on, whether that be an, an old guest or if someone new wants to hop on, you know, just send us a DM. And if you're serious about coming on, we can we can make it happen. We're real flexible. For sure. If you're listening, like, dang, it'd be kind of cool to hit on a podcast. Let us know <clears throat> if you have something that you want to talk about or if you have nothing at all. You just want to get on and, and see what's going on. I mean, you can jump on and we'll just have a random talk session or if there's something you got going on that you want to let people know about, you know, that's cool, too. Yeah, whether it be just to kind of BS or if you want to debate us on, on anything, like I said, we're open to whatever. So, um, I mean, we really want to take advantage of this year and, and see how far we can push the envelope because um, – Going back to the question of what are we learning now and, and why do we continue to learn those things? I think, at least from Dan's perspective, I, I don't think it's more of a why he continues to want to learn certain things. I think you're in more of a position of I, I have to learn these things because it's part of like you know the job of being a dad. So I don't know if you want to jumpstart that, Dan. Go ahead. You can talk about things that you're currently learning or anything new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I I don't have, I guess, the why is dependent on the thing that I'm going to talk about of why I'm, I'm learning or what it is that I am continuing to learn. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like most people that want to succeed in things or do better are going to continue to learn, whether it's their craft, a hobby, or their job itself. Because um, like, I'm not somebody who wants to stay complacent and stagnant and not continue to learn and and do better. So I guess the things that I am continually learning, you know, obviously being a dad, you know, learning, you know, how to do that is why I take no class on how to be a dad, you know? So I, I do listen to other podcasts and follow some TikToks on, you know, like parenting and, and stuff like that. Cause you know, obviously that to me is like my biggest, my biggest job, my biggest goal is to be like, you know, a good father, which I consider myself a good father, but I want to make sure like right now it's more just don't fall off the couch and don't put that thing in your mouth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that is easy, but like eventually 
it's going to get harder. He's going to turn to a toddler, start asking questions, start, you know, talking back when he gets to his teenage years. You know, like I was a good kid, but obviously I had my, my times where I was kind of an asshole to my parents. And I think that's just, it's just a given sometimes with kids. I mean, they're going to go through that phase. So it's like, I'm just trying to be prepared for that. Cause you know, I, I've said it a few times on this podcast that I want to be, I'm working on my patience, which is another thing I'm continuing to learn. Uh, I'm not, the more I try, the more I realize I'm not a patient person. Um, so whenever we, I get to that stage where it's, you know, him asking a hundred questions and I'm like, bro, chill out. Like, I want to be patient for that. Or mm-hmm. when he gets older and he gets that little attitude where he tries to talk back and I'm going to be like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, I want to be able to to have the composure and patience to be like, it's, you know, that's just the phase he's in right now. And I read a lot and like listen to these podcasts of how to parent that. Cause I don't want to be a yeller. You know, I, I don't, we're not really, we're not going to spank him. We're going to mm-hmm. dis there's like, cause we literally just watched this dude on TikTok live discuss uh, <clears throat> spanking as being like a form of abuse. And there, so there's going to be some people that are going to be like, Oh, this soft ass generation doesn't want to get spanked, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, bro, if they're, if they're telling you there's a way to do it. Like I didn't get spanked a lot. I got spanked a couple times, maybe barely. Um, but like, it wasn't like a, a thing that happened to me often. And I turned out like, I'm not like a soft ass person. Like, I can handle adversity. So it's like, you don't need to get spanked to be able to handle adversity. Like I was disciplined in other ways. Like, okay. Well now you're grounded. You can't, you know, I can't go hang out with you. I can't go play basketball with you. or I can't have people over like that was good enough to get the point across. Yeah. And, and just to add to the spanking part, I, I really, if there is this, a statistic out there like more than welcome to share it with us but how would you even keep a stat of like it's always the older generation it's like well we got you know spanked when we were kids well or even us you know but like, how do you gauge how well a person like progresses in their life or what do you consider to be successful for a kid that got swatted when they were uh, yeah. for an adult that got swatted when they were a kid as opposed to how successful they are and they didn't get swatted when they were a kid it's like bro that's such a I, I don't. I don't know. I like. They're. They're really. I. I'm finding it hard to believe there was actually a stat on that. Yeah, and like I, I've talked to like the other kids. Or the other. Not, I wouldn't say kids. The other peers I have at work that have kids is what I'm going to say, and uh, they're mm-hmm. all in agreement. Like, no, we didn't really get spanked. Okay, well, I work with a bunch of engineers, so getting spanked, if not getting spanked, led a bunch of us here. Like, okay, well, obviously, not spanking is not a terrible thing. Like, there probably right, is like some, right. some like middle ground in the do and just like. Like that type of thing is what I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, you're in trouble spanking. It's like more like being able to communicate with your kids better. Cause like, yeah, those like the older, older generation, really soft kids. I got spanked. I'm just fine. But are you though? Like, are you that dude that's suppressing all your emotions, all your feelings, because that's a tough guy thing to do. And you push that down to your kids. Like, are you really fine? Like, yeah, maybe you're happy, but like you could be better. And like, that's all I want is to be better, you know? So he can be better. You know, that's kind of like what I liked about like my dad's teachings and how he did things was, you know, he's like, I just want you to do better than what I did. And he's teaching me that that's how I feel for Luke. Like, I want him to do better than me. And that's how our family, you know, as a name will continue to get better and better is if we push them to be better than what we are. And, yeah. you know, that's that's worked, you know, 
instilling like uh, how to be successful for me. Like I'm pretty successful and, and happy in my life. And that's all I want for him. Like I'm not saying him to be better, you know, make a bunch of money and be like some rich dude and superpower successful. I think the key that I've realized being older now is like, I just want him to be happy no matter what he wants to do as long as he's happy. And obviously I want some financial success because it makes things a lot easier, but absolutely. Um, so yeah, just, yeah, dude, just, I know the, the parenting struggles are going to come uh, as he gets older and I'm trying to learn to be patient now and kind of learn. And like me and Jessica talk about like our parenting styles and how we want to parent. Uh, so when he gets to that, like, okay, now it's time to parent, parent, we're on the same page and, and we're mm-hmm. prepared for it. Cause yeah, I, I just don't want to, I, I have a pro like, I guess not with him, but like with the dogs, dude, they get on my nerves and I snap at them when they're like, you know, when they bark at some, something like a uh, no noise. I'm like, okay, you're, it's okay. Like, no, you're, you know, it's okay. Like, good boy, chill out. And they keep going. I'm like, all right, hey, enough. And they keep going. And I'm like, hey, be quiet. I've ran out of enoughs. That's it. Like, you so like, I, I'm trying to add more of those, like, oh, it's okay. Like, instead of sitting in my chair, like, while I'm working and trying to yell, like, get up and go pet him. Like, All right, hey, it's okay. You're good. Relax. Like, nothing's here. You're like, it was just a mailman. You're good. And, you know, like, I'm trying to use them because I feel like they push my patience to the limit more than, like, Luke. Because, like, I'm not going to sit here and yell at Luke if he's doing something and getting into something he's not supposed to. I get up and stop him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what the, the one of the videos I watched on parenting was like, well, if you go somewhere, if your kid's getting into something, do you sit there and go, no, 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 from your couch, and then get up and spank them when they don't listen? Or do you tell them no, and then you get up and you give them something else? Like, here, well, you don't, you know, don't dig in the fireplace, here's a toy. Like, distract them with that. Like, this is what you should play with, not that. Instead of, like, telling them no and no. Because, like, they, they still, to an extent, they don't know what that means yet. Yeah, it's funny you say that one it's obviously at the end of the day all you guys are listening you're gonna parent you know your child however you see fit which is fine this isn't a how-to or you know you should or shouldn't do that this is you know dan's way of just explaining you know through various devices on you know how he's gonna how him and jessica are gonna raise luke but yeah it's like how how like the repetitive saying no 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 and like and you're not getting up and actually like doing something to either like maybe distract the baby or to like uh divert them and stuff like that because like they say kids brains are like sponges and stuff like that but it's like are they really able to correlate and connect your what you're saying verbally like how are they like how how do you know they're actually receiving that in in the way that you think that they're going to receive it you know you're saying no 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 i don't want you by the fireplace or by the stairs or anything like that they might not necessarily know what that means in the moment. So it's like, right. it is crazy. You were watching some TikToks like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like TikTok's full of a bunch of like dumb stuff and just stuff for laughs. And mostly mine's like working out in war zone clips, but you do find some, some gems in there. Uh, you know, once you start searching up parenting stuff and the algorithm starts kicking it to you, which is, which is good. Cause I want to, you know, say and learn now before i don't want to learn in the moment i want to be prepared better uh so when the moment comes and like i I talked even i talked to my brother about it like you know asking him how they plan like like discipline is going to be like the hardest thing because like i said like i don't want to like spank him and i don't want to yell at him like they say like those two things are bad like even yelling around the kid you're not supposed to do which obviously like yelling happens but 
you don't want to yell at them to discipline them. You want to be able to communicate with them. And I want to be able to communicate. Now, obviously, that's gonna, that could be tough because you have a kid that's not listening over and over again. Like, I don't know. I obviously don't know how he's going to be, but I want it to be more like I can communicate my discipline with him instead yeah, of like, like yelling at him. There's going to be like those periods of, you know, the kicking and the screaming. Like, I mean, there's, I've been around enough kids in that, what would you say? Maybe like three to seven range, I guess you would say, you know, whether that be like my friends, kids or, you know, other family members, kids and stuff like that. And it's like, no matter how you try to explain it to them and be logical and like, especially when it's like they're at, you know, maybe a, a family party and they're doing something that they enjoy and you got to like tear them away from that. And, you know, they're going to kick and scream anyways. Yeah. It's like, you can only reason so much, you know, because in that moment, they're not worried about like the reason why we have to go. It's more like I'm ha like, they're having so much fun or, you know, doing this, that, and the third, it's like nothing else really matters. And if you take them away from that fun, it's like, it's the end of the world for them. Yeah. And like the tantrums and that's going to be like yeah. the first like hard part of like <laughs> dealing with like, you know, because all kids throw tantrums for little things, like, you know, yep. just like stupid stuff. I've literally seen it like videos where it's like, well, it was like my kids don't have a tantrum today because, and it'd be just like some stupid, like not logical thing, but kids aren't logical. So it's like to deal with that, like some of the things that I've, I've read is like, you don't f fight that with more fight because it's not going to go anywhere. You have to be calm when they're freaking melting down and just take them out of that, like, space maybe take them outside the guy said or or sit them down and just tell them hey breathe like get some like for them to like breathe and calm themselves down and then you know like i say like kids are dumb you can't <clears> explain like we have to leave now because we got to do this and we got to do that like i don't think they're that dumb like yeah that's that's not what they want to do but i think if you communicated better than get in the car now because i said so or just like picking them up like we're going mm. and like kicking and screaming like yeah, it may happen at some point. Like, you know, you got to do what you got to do still. But uh, I think if possible, it would be uh, the preferred would be just being able to be like, hey, like, I understand you're upset, man. But, you know, this is why we're doing what we're doing. You might not understand it. I'm sorry you feel the way you're feeling. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. You'll be right. Yeah. And what's nice is it's, uh, like you said, it's a learning experience from the day that they're born until the day you're done being a dad, which obviously that doesn't stop just because they turn 18 or whatever. So it's like everything and every day is you're doing it for the first time, you know, whether that be disciplining them, uh, explaining something to them, showing them new things, you know, it, it's all going to be different. There's no right or wrong way to go about it. Hopefully you just do it to the best of your ability. And they turn out exactly how you envision them turning out to be. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's really all you can do. Just try your best and love them as much as you can. And you know, I technically I don't think you can really go wrong after that. You just gotta you see know. where the chips fall. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's you know obviously a big thing learning wise for me, uh, parenting and everything that comes with it. Like I said, patience. I lump in into that type of thing too, and. I'd say outside of that, um, I guess with my job too, like I said, I don't get into too many details because I was like, I was telling you off air, like I'm not trying to be an ambassador for my job. So right. if people from my work listen, you know, they know where I work and that's cool. Like my close friends know I work, but I don't want to be like, hey, I don't want to be told like, hey, you can't 
speak this way because you told everybody where you work and now you're right right like, like i don't want that i want to be able to get in here and say my shit and talk it and do whatever i want without somebody telling me i can't because um, i know we all we sign some type of social media thing so like i can't i'm not gonna be on social media but i work for this company and this is what we think because it's like no nah, it's just i'm not doing that but exactly yeah Open up a whole new can of worms yeah so like i could say like i'm an engineer for you know a company and being an engineer i mean there's new things there's like especially that the company i work for is on like an emerging technology for some of this stuff like we're on the front lines for some of this stuff so it's like we're getting you know companies that are building new things to send to us to test and uh like that's the department i'm in now is like testing it before i was in more of a planning um you know department which i had to learn you know how to plan two three four five years in advance mm. um type of stuff like that and uh now i'm more in like a testing you know I, I, instead of working out of the office when i do go go in you know I still work remote a lot, but when I do go in, it's a lab now. So, like, I go to a lab to, like, test stuff. So, that's, like, super demanding in terms of, like, learning because I have to continually learn in my field to stay, like, pretty much stay relevant and, and keep a, a good track record of my work. Like, I can't just stop learning, especially now that I've started a new department. I have to keep pushing myself to learn. And, uh, quickly because i only had like a month and a half with the guy the mentor that i had before he moved to a department so now i'm running this department kind of like this small little you know group there's gonna be two of us now like obviously there's people i could i get help from you know because i'd say like the department is maybe you know a handful of people um but like my team you know before was just two people and Mm -hmm. they both left and now it's just me and we got a new guy coming in that i have to train um and then you know, the other people in our group that have worked in this team have also been super helpful, like helping me like learn as my mentor left. Uh, but it's definitely like trying to learn quick so I can, you know, be as efficient as I can. Uh, so it's like, yeah, my job definitely demands that I keep working and learning and pushing myself, especially in this department. Since, like I said, we're on the merge, like the front lines of this, like emergent technology that it's, it's something that I can't get by. And uh, I enjoy it. I definitely like going into work more now than when I was in planning because planning was very repetitive, doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so it was like learning that first year or so, but then learning randomly when new things would come in. But it was still like a, a real repetitive. Um, yeah, this is all brand new. So, you know, it's exciting to learn all this stuff. And uh, I think why for that one, you know, just because I want to be successful in my job, you know, I take pride in my work. And uh, as I move forward and further in my career, as I get older and I put more and more years in at this company, like, yeah, I want to continue to climb that, you know, corporate ladder, if you will, and, you know, be as successful as I can within the company. Or, you know, if I decide to, you know, however many years, if I say, you know, this winter's bullshit, I want to go somewhere warm. I have a nice stacked resume to pretty much, you know, I think right now, technically I could probably go anywhere I wanted, but I would like to build that up even more, you know? So that's why I want to continue to be, you know, good at my job and and learn that better. Um, I feel like that's with, you know, with most jobs, you know, you, you keep learning it. I know like with you, with your travel, you travel, like, you know, you, you said before, like, you know, 
physical therapy is physical therapy no matter where you go but like there's some i guess there is like the small things you got to learn right like how to use yeah. their system or their software how like they yeah. handle stuff and it was the same when i was a contractor you know i was doing power distribution designs for four different utilities and technically you know you have a generation station that produces power and a house that gets power everywhere that's the same but how they do stuff in the middle is a slightly different. So I had to learn, you know, all these different systems. So I assume and that's pretty similar for you. Yeah. I mean, for me, as far as work, physical therapy, really, you know, they always say like the healthcare industry is always changing and you always got to be like open to, you know, taking in new information or learning new techniques and stuff like that. Uh, me personally, I just haven't ran into too many things differently in the physical therapy field that I would have to change how I deliver the care. You know, I still do home health. Um, if I need to work in the hospital, I still have the skills to be able to do that as well. Cause it's a little bit different depending on where you go, whether it be in the hospital, nursing home, outpatient, home health, like everybody has the same basic skills. It's just depending on the setting, you may have to use some skills more than others. You know, um, I don't really have to uh, like use that many like very basic exercises when I work with patients. Um, I only see uh, a few like handful of diagnoses, mainly joints, mm. uh, ortho, ortho patients. So as long as I'm up to date on how to take care of hip and knee replacements uh, fractures, um, spinal fusions, that type of stuff. And, and like I said, nothing really major has changed. I think really the only significant change I've ever ran into is with hip replacements in the last five years is basically uh, what we call there's a posterior and an anterior approach. And when I was first in school and my beginning stages of being a PTA, most hip replacements were done in the posterior. So um, basically it can be, it's not like directly like, you know, where, where the butt cheek is at or like, you know, the side, it, it was more like in between the side and the, and your, and your backside in the area of the hip. So basically once they get their replacement done, you know, you got an incision in that area and there'd be like certain restrictions or movements that they would say that they don't want you to do because you're at risk of dislocating the hip, you know, cause everything might feel or look fine on the outside, but not everything's fully healed on the inside. So like within the last, I would say like three, four years, doctors have gone through like a more of an anterior approach. And really that's kind of like made the job easier for us and for the patient as well, because they don't come with the same restrictions that a posterior hip replacement would go through. So, you know, as long as you know that and you just keep kind of taking your education and educating the patients at the same time, you know, everything kind of runs smoothly. You know, it's like they they got the they got the procedure done. Now it's kind of just letting them know like, hey, this is what's to be expected. This is why such and such is happening. So that way they have a better understanding or they're not second guessing things that they went through, you know, kind of similar in a way of, as you start to educate Luke through life, it's like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, this, this, and this may happen. This is why it's happening or this is how it happened. So they, that way they kind of have a better understanding of 
you know, how to handle it next time. But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as my work, there's really not too much that I have to learn differently or change. Um, I'm just hoping by the end of all this, I would have accumulated enough money. Uh, the experience is obviously just going to keep piling on. Um, as far as financial goals or maybe trying to do something different, I, I told you the other day, I'm starting the bowling TikTok just because let's go i don't know just want to do something different be rolling yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i'm always in the gym um and i still enjoy bowling to this day and i knew that was coming (laughs) (laughs) so i was like you know what forget it i'm I'm just gonna start taking more videos of me in the gym or uh, in the bowling alley like during league and posting more because i have a pretty good amount of knowledge in both realms and i feel like as far as the uh gym stuff goes i can tie that in with a lot of the stuff that i've learned about the body in terms of physical therapy so i feel like that could be good conversation depending on the information that i post and now that we have our webcam stuff set up for our podcast and whatnot who's to say we can't turn that into like a youtube channel you know? Oh, for sure. That's where I... Yeah, so, so like, this is like our common ground of learning is this podcast as we keep trying to, like, grow and get better and do more with it. Like, like, it's like we said in that last episode, like, we have this new program we're using now, so that comes with, like, a new audio editor. Well, now I figured out the video editor. You know, we're doing test video on the side. We didn't... Re- we're not recording this one in video, but... We did some tests, so I want to see what that looks like and how that sounds and how that works, editing wise. Uh, this is the last thing we wanted to do was lose another episode, um, trying to test shit. So, but yeah, like so, this is this is our common ground of learning. Like trying to be more active on social for this, get the videos, get a YouTube going, you know, all that stuff. And who knows where it could really take us? Because I've already said a bunch of times, like I do enjoy physical therapy the money's good job's easy and stuff like that but it's at times you kind of go through stents of like man this is you know i want to do something different it's not that like i'm bored or like that i don't enjoy physical therapy i feel like as you get older the interests change you may want to learn something new and you kind of see the trend with society of you know what what's the next big thing or like, what are people doing now? Like during the COVID years when, well, I shouldn't say it's not like <laughs> it was that long ago, but during COVID, COVID you know, season. no one was going to yeah, COVID season, no one was going out. So what would, to me, the big thing that took off was probably podcasts and uh, gaming, like live streaming, you know, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you took advantage of both of those environments at that time, like a lot of those people are, pretty well established now or open doors for other areas that weren't available to them before that. So, you know, we both have our knowledge in, in various subjects, like, you know, you're big on your job, gym, basketball, you know, for me, it's same thing, my work, gym, basketball, bowling, you know, if we can formulate and continue to learn on how we can incorporate that into whether it be the podcast or YouTube channel and stuff like that. It's, you, you don't know who that could reach and, and what avenues that could open, you know? Right. So I'm, I'm hoping that's where it can, where it can lead us. Yeah, dude. Cause like, you just see some 
freaking goofballs with a camera blow up. And I'm just like, bro, how is this person making this much money with a damn camera being just a fucking goof? And, and just, just doing like this, like on a subject, you just – or just something that they said, like a quotable that stuck forever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or just like, a, just like some small – Goof around with your friends. Great idea. Like those dudes that do the fucking top five drafts, like everything drafts. Like Mm -hmm. they blew up from that. And that was such a great, like simple idea that they put into like a video that they were comfortable enough to do that. Uh, And, you know, now like we use that, we, you know, use their idea all the time when we're playing video games or just talking. Like it's fun. Yeah. I got no shame. Like I'll shout them out. Like, hey, like they gave the idea. Like oh, yeah. they're super engaging, they make it fun. So like a simple concept, like uh, for example, they did a top five draft of people with the name John, <laughs> and obviously, you know, you're you're talking about big name celebrities or or high profile individuals that had the first name John. Dude, the one and dude said like, John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's it's funny. It's. Like if you have an open mind and you have a great sense of humor, you would you will find the joy in that type of stuff. Like, wow, that's actually like super creative. And like you said, we we started doing that ourselves and it's like, wow, that's this is actually pretty fun to do. And it's such common ground. Like what they did top five breakfast items, uh, top five um ways to say hi, you know, like some random <laughs> stuff like that. And it's like it's they're things that you might not necessarily like think about on the daily, but when you see a video like that, you're like, man, that's actually, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've already had some good ones and had some hilarious conversations doing that. Uh, so we, uh, there is definitely coming to the podcast. We're definitely going to have, have some top five drafts uh, that we're going to do for Our, sure. Actually in the works, hopefully by next week, <clears throat> we're going to have two returning guests. It's going to be Dan's brother. And, a mutual friend of ours, but I believe it's it's one of Rob's best friends first, uh, Dave. So they were on for the basketball podcast that we've done a couple times. Yeah. And our next subject is going to be after we kind of compile a list together, is we're going to do a top five draft of NBA players that have never won a title. So that can include any <laughs> Yes. We'll we'll keep you guys posted. Like I said, me and Dan do have to formulate a list because when you search online, they're always listing the top 25 best players that never won a title. And obviously, we want to try and stick to players that we've seen play or that maybe played slightly before we were born. You know, I can't go as far back as like, you know, the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. And we're also going to add, because there's four of us, we want to make sure there's enough uh, enough pool of players to choose from. Uh, we're also going to use contemporary players or even players that still play right now, but they had to have played in the NBA for at least 10 years. So we're talking about guys like Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, um, Carmelo Anthony, you know, those guys that have actually had 10 plus years in the league, if they're still playing right now, uh, so that way they can be a part of the group. Uh, James Harden is another one. So this could be a pretty interesting draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we get that done, we'll put it up. You guys can kind of give us your ranking on, you know, whose team is probably the best and who would win on a heads heads up 
1v1 <laughs> and kind of just go from there. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. So like, yes, that type of stuff goes into learning how to create better content and better episodes. So I think that one of the biggest things that I think for us that could take off this year is when we start doing our, our video is being able to edit to get some TikToks out there. Uh, stuff like yes. right now, whenever we do it, it's just audio. So it's like I throw up maybe like our logo and it's just us talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just not as funny that if we can get like our facial reactions. I know there's times where I say something and you're going to make a dumb face or I say or you say something, I make a face like what the heck? What? Exactly. You know, it's just like I think I think it'll it'll uh learning how to grow this is something and uh, the, as to why I want to is like kind of like how Brian said like I I would love for this podcast to be like the thing that I do. Like if I if we would if we if we could get you know in a handful of years get this to be like that's my job. I, I'm a podcaster. Uh, that would be great. You know, like right now, it's just a, a hobby. We do it. That's not why I do it. I don't do it for the the hopes to be, you know, some famous podcaster. I do it because I enjoy, you know, kicking it with my boy here and just talking about random stuff and getting friends on and uh, kind of keeping people that like we don't talk to regularly but listen to us like in the loop of like what's going on with us. And it's just fun. It's like it's a it's a hobby. I enjoy it. Um, it's fun because to be honest, like I don't know anyone, know anyone else personally that's doing it. Um, like I said, we're not, we're not doing it in the hopes that we make a ton of money, become big podcasters, but because we still have our careers at the end of the day. But if we're consistent, more consistent with this, we kind of just, you know, see see what kind of hand we're dealt, see where the chips may fall. If it does turn into something, then great. Like then we'll have to kind of change our way of thinking. Like, okay, how how much more do we want to keep investing in this and and pushing out more content and whatnot? So we won't we won't really know until you know we come across that track. So, but I'm I'm open for it. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, as we grow and get more and more consistent views and listens, um, you know, like we've already unlocked the ability to put ads into our episode. We just haven't got linked with any ads yet. So like as you know, we get more consistent viewership and engagement and those come in, that'll be another learning process of recording ads, placing them and, and you know, where we should place them and that type of stuff. And I think just in general, just you know I feel like there's so many opportunities to be able to monetize. Like now that we're we're able to do video and and splice funny sound bites or memes to maybe our reactions and and some of the things we say in video and to be able to put that on TikTok, hey, enough views or enough postings and enough views from those postings, you you don't know if we can monetize from that. Um if we want to start the YouTube channel and and start posting in that, like you just you don't really know, man. There's just so many doors you can walk through right now. For sure. Yeah. And uh, as I mess with, you know, with, with this thing and this, these little sound bites, there's, there's definitely room for a lot, especially when we go to like the video. I think our first video one we should do off top should be some type of debate where me and you argue, because that's where you're going to get the best reactions and uh, getting us to get hype. Like when we're just talking about stuff that we agree on, like it, it, we can have some funny moments, but when we if we start battling, we're gonna get we we we'll probably get some good clips. But yeah, I mean, I I think that would give us the most engagement, especially like if we did like an MJ Lebron debate. I got no issue 
debating on either side, but obviously I know you'll take a, a LeBron side and, and champion for him. And then I'll just have to get my facts together for MJ and kind of just let it fly. Cause uh, you know, we we've given our call of duty group plenty of opportunities to, to get on here and, and talk and, and BS with the boys, but it's like, they talk a big game, but they ain't here. Yeah, seriously. We This LeBron MJ debate, we're supposed to have like a, a damn fucking state championship worth of team. We're supposed to have like a three on three, you mm-hmm. know, no, we were going to team names. We were going to be the master debaters and uh, we were going to win. <laughs> I don't like that name. Okay. <laughs> 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 I can't wait for somebody to say something stupid and nobody responds for a second. I'll be like, "Look at this dude!" <laughs> wait till you see the. F- <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> if somebody, if, if if we're arguing and somebody is ignoring what we're saying because they know you know it's too much heat and they're trying to run from it. I love it, dude. All all of these great sound bites at our disposal. Seriously, yeah. So like, it's bring it back a little bit to the topic. I think for me, I think the last things I talked about, you know, work, parenting. Um, I guess also I, I, what I did mention, I just thought of off the top of my head right now would be kind of like fitness and working out. Like I've been working out pretty consistent for a year or so now, and I'm just starting my cut. So kind of just to be you know, more uh, aware of what I'm eating and how I'm working out instead of just going in there and pushing weight around and eating whatever. So that's definitely something that I'm learning to do, um, which is, it's been fine. We've seven days in, that's why we're recording this. And I've been just, I've been fine. I haven't had any, you know, any issues, but uh, I think the last thing that I would say that it's not nothing I'm doing now uh, but I think my plan is, uh, and I've talked about doing it a few times, is getting my MBA. And uh, okay. I've talked about it uh, a few times, but I think for my career so far, I haven't needed it. But for me to go to like where I'm at now, my next promotion or my next step is pretty much going to be like management. Like I don't manage. I don't have any people that... Uh, you know, are my direct reports and that's my next step. If I want to keep growing as a professional and in this company, that's my next goal is to be a manager. So to do that, obviously I don't need an MBA, right? But I think I have to be qualified for that next position. I still need another four years or so of experience at, cause I just got promoted this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for 2022, I got promoted. Uh, so I need four more years, I believe it is, before I could even be considered. And I could take an online MBA part-time and be done in two years, two and a half years, something like that. So it's like I still have time to get it done before I would really need it. Because if I now when I go from my management position, you know, I have that in my back pocket. Oh, yeah, I have an MBA on top of having an uh, electrical engineering degree. Put those two together, plus all the great work I've done for the company and before I even started, that that could be something – additional to push me over the edge or get me further in my career. Um, and just, it, I think it would be nice to have some, have a, have a master's degree and be able to, you know, whenever Luke is figuring out what he wants to do, like I just overall, a lot of things why I want to learn most of the things that why I'm learning is to benefit him. So like I'm 
want to learn how to eat better or work out smarter, uh, you know, if I get my MBA, like all this to be pretty much just be a good role model because I'm going to be his role model, whether I like it or not. Like I'm, I'm his, I'm his father. Right. So I want to give him the best role model he can get. So I got to be the best person I can be. So learning to be better in all different types of categories is pretty much my main motivation for all this stuff. And that'll be a, that'll be a good story, man. Cause obviously when he gets older, and he's able to, you know, be able to explain like, you know, hey, dad, like, you know, I'm doing this because, you know, when I was younger, I was I was seeing you do this, that and the third. And it inspired me from afar to to want to take this route. And it's like, but you know, you in your head, you already know, like you're trying to set that that prime example, you know, just that visual, that visual motivation, you know, because saying it to him right now, it might not stick. But, you know, through repetition, like. If he sees it, it's gonna stick to him, and and he'll he'll notice that. It'll be good to see. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I was, my dad will probably say something similar because he used to you know preach certain things to me and my brother all the time, mm-hmm. and probably you know at that age, yeah, whatever. But like as you get older, you know, you understand it more and more, and be like, okay, well, like like some of the things that we learned from him was like, you know, take pride in your work. You know, work hard, take care of your family. That's what he did from day one. You know, he he fucking worked hard as he could, you know, for us, you know. And a part of that is, you know, make sure we have better than what he had. So then we do better for our kids and we move forward, like I said before. But he always told us make sure we take pride in our work. And I think that's helped me get to where I'm at. Because yeah, I've, I've worked with people that are like, you know, they don't take as much pride in their work. They get their work done and, you know, they stay afloat and they don't care as much. Um, but why, when I was a contractor, why I was one of the best, you know, most reliable. And I've had even like the, one of the VPs of that company tell me like, oh, anytime we had anything tough or, or low budget, like we try to make sure you got it because we know you could execute and not take up too much time and, and do it right. It's because I took pride in doing it. So like, even when I first started and I'd, submit a design and I'd get it back and there'd be kind of like, I would send it to like a, a quality control person and they would review the design, review all the material we ordered and give us comments back. Like, oh, you should have done this instead. You should have done this instead. Uh, you can't do this. And like, we'd get stuff back and it wasn't like, okay. And just make the changes real quick, get it back. You know, he checks it off and submit it. It'd be like, okay, I, I don't want to make that mistake next time. So then next similar design, I wouldn't make that mistake. And there's always they're they're paid to find something. They're always going to find something. But yeah, they yeah that's what they do. Trying to you know that's like trying to get as close to ninety nine percent as I could, and that was my goal. And staying under budget, you know, I wasn't working for free. I wasn't going home and working off the clock to stay under budget. I'm not doing that. But um, right when I get when I get in there, I was trying to work. Headphones and locked in. I'm good. But being that quick in my job and taking that much pride in let me you know fuck around and take a two-hour lunch to go work out and you know not let any of my work suffer and uh i don't have that luxury anymore i'm not a contractor anymore but i don't have budgets and stuff that i have to stick to um but yeah i'd say that's you know one thing that we learned from him and you know the other thing never never settle was like another one of his big teaching moments like don't settle for whatever wherever you're at don't settle for it. If you feel like you could do better, do better. And uh, yeah, I think that's what pushed me forward in my career a lot too. Is I didn't settle for like, yeah, 
I could just kick it and coast here. Like I've been in positions. I, I never would have came to my new company if I wanted to just, I could have stayed as a contractor and kicked it and just coasted. Like I, I learned pretty much everything I need to learn. New projects will come, of course, but I was so good at it. I could have coasted for years. I could have coasted. Um, but I knew I didn't want to settle there. I knew I wanted more. So I went out there and got more. Well, there you go, man. It'll be a fine example. And, and like I said, you're not just, you know, giving Luke a reflection of what he could be later on in life. But like you said, in terms of fitness and, and dieting and changing your overall health and lifestyle, like that's going to benefit the most important person, which is you, because you're not going to be able to show him nothing if you're not taking care of yourself. So in the long run, you'll be thanking you. And then, you know, Luke will be able to thank you when it's all said and done, when he's able to like, Hey man, like, you know, I thought you did great and I learned so much from you along the way. And I understand why you did the things that you did. You know, it's going to be, man, it's crazy to think about now. Cause like when we talk, like, you know, we've known each other since sixth grade. So like every like phase that's gone by, it's like a new chapter. Like you said, learning something new all the time. And it's like, Wow, we've gone from learning fractions to now <laughs> this this guy this guy's gonna be he's learning how to be a dad every day and it, it is eventually gonna be thanked later on in life by his son for doing this that and third and you know maybe eventual grandkids like it's so crazy I know, like the different dude. phases you yes, go through. it is dude and it it's gonna take a long time for you to, to get those things because i know i didn't thank my dad as much as i should have growing up like it was always father's day you know like you know writing in the card or something or like when social media became a thing like you know thank you for everything you know but for like those like lessons those real life lessons it took probably Till I was even maybe when I was a dad. So maybe it was like when I was like 28, 29, 30, as I got older and getting close to being a dad that I started going like, that dude did teach me a lot of things that I never really thought about. Like, as you reflect, you know, so yeah, I'll just have to sit here and wait, you know, for 30 years before I, I get that. Hey, you know what, <laughs> dude? Good she shit. Sent you that card. Dad, dude, you, you were <laughs> killing it. Hey, man, Dad, yeah, you did all right. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> you are, right, man. You are. Right. You know, as a dad, I, I you know every time I like tell my dad something like that, like, hey, you do, you know, I appreciate you doing this or that or teaching me this, you know, all that type of stuff. You know, it's always like, all right, no, no, like, no problem. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. But I'm going to be like, you're right. You're welcome. All right. I worked for this. All right. Go check out episode yeah. 26 of my podcast. Scroll back a bunch. I spoke this into existence. All right. I, I said I was going to learn this shit for you to teach you. And uh, yeah, as he gets older, I'm going to have to learn more stuff. Like my dad was really good with cars. So he would teach us, you know, how to do basic stuff. Change, change a tire, change, you know, on the old cars. He showed me how to change oil. Like the new cars, he just, it's, you know, more it, frustrating. It's way too complicated yeah, so it's like, new cars, man change brakes change a tire like check you know all the like simple shit like checking your car to make sure things are good like you, right, you ain't check you ain't changing the brakes in in the new car you said checking or changing i mean i uh he's talking about to change them I, n- I never changed them on this one you, you ain't changing them on the new ones bro i'll tell you that right now i haven't attempted it they make it impossible like bro i have to change my brakes in my honda dude at the dealership said straight up he's like well unless you have uh the computer or software that unlocks the mechanism to be able to get to the brakes you're not gonna be able to put them back on you'll take them off but you won't be able to put them back on i was like oh, okay cool hey, 
So uh, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. That's, you need a software to unlock the brake, like bro. What my dad taught me was obviously older, like older car wasn't like that new, and it was just pop. You just pop that bitch off. Yeah. So he, the guy at the dealership, and I don't know if he was BSing or not. Like at, at this point in time, cars are getting so sophisticated now to where it's almost impossible to do the basic stuff you're able to do like by yourself now, like, like changing the oil in the Volkswagen was one of like the, the hardest things to do. It was just such a hassle. You had to like take off this certain panel, get underneath and like unscrew this. And then, and then you were able to get to the oil pan and all that stuff. And it's just like, bro, I would much rather like decrease my stress levels yeah. and pay someone to do this. Cause by the time it's all said and done, the money spent and the stress accumulated, this could have already been done by someone that knows what they're doing. That could have got this car to lift instead of me getting underneath, underneath this shit. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. 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 That type of stuff. Handyman shit around the house. I'm gonna have to start YouTube and DIY stuff. So I could like fix things on my own. Uh, just cause I want to be able to give him like, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, as an engineer, not as hands on with this type, like that type of stuff. Um, but I Even want sports, to learn that type be, of stuff. You'll be learning certain aspects of the game like all over again like you see how much basketball has changed oh, yeah. how, i mean we were even talking about what what we were learning as kids coming up playing basketball to how kids are training now and bro these middle school kids would have put us on skates when we were in middle school dude, like they just oh, know so much more bro they would have cooked us dude the way these little kids are moving now i'm like like the oh, dude, it's just, and you can only imagine what it's going to be like when he gets a little bit older. Like, because I don't know if you know a guy named Mike Reed. Um, he was like a year yeah. older than us. Cool, cool dude. Mm-hmm. He played basketball, but watching his kids play, at, they're at that age. I think like maybe six, seven, eight years old. Maybe like yeah, probably around that age, like maybe six or seven. But it's like some of the things that they're doing. I'm like, bro, it's so advanced. It's it blows my mind what they're able to do now, and yeah, like you're gonna have to learn that all over again as a dad. Like, oh man, well we didn't we didn't do that when I was a kid, <laughs> but you'll have to be able to adapt, and you you two will be learning like for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and that's like yeah, I'll 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 do that. I'll learn that. But I'm telling you right now, what I am not gonna adapt and learn is this goofy ass math. I see these kids doing like math oh, is yeah. math. All right, we're not doing some weird ass grid fucking like takes 10 minutes to do the problem when you can do it in two minutes and you just do it like the normal way like i'm not but dad well, this you're is the how we're doing so this in school I, I don't care tell your teacher to come see me because that we're not doing it that way we're doing it this way because this is math that's some goofy stuff like did we not get the same answer did the result not end up being the same it did yeah man I'm like it's not it's not what we doing man we're gonna show our work but we're gonna do the work we're not gonna do this extraness because that's because that's what your teacher wants to see. Because bro, I it's don't goofy. even. I don't even know what it looks like now, and I don't care to know until it's my time to actually be married and have a kid. Like, nah, man. I've seen it on TikTok, and this dude was making fun of it because it was like, literally, there was like some type of problem. They drew out this grid with these numbers, some weird, weird thing to get the answer. And then, as they're doing it, the dude's just doing the problem by hand, like the normal way you, you should do it. And then he circles yeah. the question, and they're still like halfway through the video, and the dude's just sitting there, just watching, watching, watching. It's like, bro, if this new way takes longer, maybe some kids need that. 
and that's fine. If he ends up being that type of like where math doesn't stick, like it's, it was easy for me. It just came to me easily. I didn't have to try mm-hmm. that hard at it. And okay, if he's not that way, if it's like a, a mental block where it's like oh, I just don't get it. If he's one of those kids that need those extra steps, then fine. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll learn how to do that so I can walk you through how to do that. But you know, if like, he's I not, don't think- I don't think a teacher should force him to be that way. Like, well, you need to show it this way because it's the way we're doing it in class. Okay, well, if he's smart enough to do it this way, like, he don't make him do it that way if that's a longer, slower way. Like, now you're hindering him. Uh, I just think that's kind of goofy. Yeah, man. It'll be different now that we've, we were taught a certain way or we'll be more educated than, you know, mm-hmm. maybe some other mom and dads that'll be in there, like, trying to sit in ter- parent-teacher conferences and whatnot. Like, that'll be interesting for the first time. I know, dude. That'd be so you, weird. You hit me up and tell me about a parent-teacher <laughs> conference. I'm like, oh, boy. Here we go. Dude, the episode, again, 327 and no script. Because you, know, you know too much to just sit there and just say yes or no. I know you'll be questioning that shit. Jess, Jess got a strong personality, so I know <laughs> she's probably going to say something smart. So I'll be interested to hear what that's going to be like for the first time. <laughs> Like we notice your kids, your kids' math is, um, you know, we give him this much so he could show all the work, and we use this grid. And I'm just gonna look at him and be like, "Hey, yo, that ain't it, bro. That's the, hey, he doesn't need it. Okay, he don't need that space. He don't need that grid. He don't need it. If he needed yeah, it, Mr. Dutton, I'd show him that. But he don't need. Let it. Let me give it to you straight. He's not. He's not doing the work. Okay. He's he's doing his own thing. I don't know uh, if there's some dysfunction in the family household. <laughs> Catching hands right after them. Who, who are you talking to? They start making those assumptions. Like, is everything all right in the house? Is everything okay? But you're telling me because my son is doing math the way math is supposed to be mathed. You think you think you got we got problems in the house? All right, Mr. Dunn, I can see you're getting pretty angry. So this is probably a sign that something is <laughs> going on. No, because I'm they telling you, using- I was sitting in the beginning of 2023, and I was thinking about that, and I've been pissed ever since. I knew I was going to get stuck in this class with you telling me I'm supposed to math differently than I've been mathing. Like, sir, I think I think we have some resources available if you <laughs> and the wife and son would like to sit on that together, work these things out. <laughs> oh, I could just, man. So I got the resources, too, this BOGO deal on these hands, but I wouldn't get one. Actually, I'll give you the other one in the house. How about that? <laughs> Free 99. <laughs> Boy, if you... <laughs> Do you have that one on there? No, dude, I wish I did. I gotta get it. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta find that one or something. Oh, shit. That's good. But, yeah, I mean, as far as my learning experiences, I just gave, I just gave you the whole thing. I ain't got nothing else new right now, but, of course, when something new does come up, Y'all be the first one to know. But that's about it on my end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this I think this our podcast journey is our, our joint learning experience. There you go. I'll I'll take that. So you guys kind of got uh, a little glimpse on things that were that we've been learning, that we continue to learn. Um, you know, a new episode's coming out next week as well where we're going to dabble into basketball. Hopefully, this demographic is a little bit more interested in basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe 2023 would be better for basketball episodes than 2022 was. I think, like, we'll we'll promote it much better. 
we'll give you guys a heads up on social media and basically say, you know, this is going to be the topic. Uh, if you guys want to share it and let everybody else know, even if maybe you're not interested in basketball, maybe you know some people that are, um, that got some vast knowledge. Like I said, yeah. it's going to be a top five draft of NBA players that have never won an NBA title. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you listen, share. All right, because that, that helps us out too. Yeah, that's like the, uh, you know, you watching my Instagram story or you like saw my post, but uh, you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Or you see my TikTok, Chandler. You don't like it. Okay. It's like like Cam Newton said, but but did you like it? <laughs> but like, did, did you, you double tap? Did, did you like it? Did you share it? Did you? Yeah, exactly. Did you share it? Because I said we still have. I, I said <laughs> I said something about it last year, but I think this year we'll see that goal happen once we hit um, a certain number of views for a single episode. We got very mm. close last year, but we didn't hit that number. If we hit what it. What was the number? Dude, it's a secret number, dude. I don't want to tell them what the number is. Okay, my bad, man. We'll we'll tell them off off stream. Sorry. And uh, then do maybe we'll drop the drop like a, a a raffle or something something funny just to to get some no script merch out there in the world. Yeah, raffle giveaway. You know, yeah, I got I got access to a three D printer. Maybe I'll three D print uh, our no script logo for somebody. These hands. <laughs> just send them to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god! Yeah. Hey, you got something in the mail? Oh, what is it? Oh, hands. Oh, yeah. Weird. <laughs> They're on springs. It's been flying out. A <laughs> fucking <laughs> jack in the box with my hands. Jack, I was gonna say a jack in the box. Just, just take take one right in the not in, in the nostril right there. <laughs> As it pops out, it just starts playing our podcast intro song. <laughs> Ask Demo what the lyrics are. He says, "My bad, Demo." Still scheming. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're saying. What <laughs> sounds like it? Still dreaming, bro. I'm dreaming. Right, whatever, Demo. You win, bro. You it can be whatever you want to be. All right. <laughs> That's good, man. So we got anything else for him before we want to sign him off, bro? No, nah, man. Just keep uh, interacting with our posts. Ask questions. You know, obviously, we are very, uh, very good at taking one topic, expanding it for a whole episode. And also, we know everything about everything. So <laughs> <laughs> you can ask us anything and we're, we'll, we got answers. All right. We're the, we're the great debaters, okay? So whatever whatever topic we want to throw our way, we're we're ready. And if we're not ready, we'll be we will be ready, okay? Yeah, we're the uneducated experts on everything. <laughs> exactly. So this has been great. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Go ahead and like and share, post on all the social medias, and we'll give you guys a heads up of when the next one comes out. Other than that, this has been the No Script Podcast. We out. <laughs>